0: Hello listeners, Beyond the Mask in conjunction with NBC RNA is pleased to announce that listening to our podcast can earn you Class B credits. For more information on how to submit
1: them, go to our website. Beyond the Mask is made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. With almost two decades of experience, the firm guides CRNAs through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 855-304- 3748 or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com now on with the show welcome to beyond the mask innovation and opportunities for crnas with jeremy stanley and sharon pierce we know you spend your day caring for your patient's best interests on our show we want to care for you Join us as we leave the operating room and learn the latest in the CRNA industry. Beyond the Mask starts in 10, 9, 8, 7.
0: Welcome to Beyond the Mask. I'm Jeremy Stanley, and I've been working with CRNAs for over 23 years, and I'm married to one. Well, Sharon, here we are again.
2: I know. I love the studio.
0: Yeah, looking forward to this one today.
2: I know. Why don't you open up the curtains? You got these dark curtains in here now. Well, you know, we have to keep the light down, you know, and make us look good. Uh, Hey, I fixed it up on Zoom and everything. (laughs) We already look good. Come on.
0: Oh, well, that kind of brings up a... Kind of a lead-in to our it guest today. absolutely it? does. Yeah. So we want to welcome Jason Bolt with us today. Welcome, Jason. Hey, how are you should guys? We call Thank you for having me on. Should we call you Bolt or Jason? You can or? call me
3: Jason. Okay. That's fine. All right, <laughs> okay. Bolt CRNA is what people know me for on YouTube, but definitely call me Jason. <laughs> oh, That's my uh, name.
2: Does anybody call you Bolt.
3: <laughs> sometimes I'll run across someone online who meet me in person or something who knows me from only YouTube and they'll say oh Bolt because they don't know my first name they forget my first name that so. definitely
2: funny. sounds like a stage name if you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. is there something else uh, about you
2: we need to know about
3: <laughs> no not quite I guess it could be used as a lot of different things that's I hated right. that name growing up I hated it um, everyone made fun of me as in, in elementary school for that name it was really i guess you don't want to stand out at that age but now yeah. i like it you yeah. know that it, but good thing
0: it wasn't tool <laughs> that would you know okay. i mean it could always be worse jason <laughs> you
3: you have no idea what's been said to me <laughs> in little <middle> tool. <school. laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, things uh, that involve screws uh, I I yeah. yes yes yeah. Yeah. i
2: guess it does yeah, I, yeah. kids are
3: horrible these well, days. well you, know, you so.
2: took it and made it cool though
3: yeah i tried I you did i, it. I love, I love yeah. it
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to this one today, Jason. For people who don't know about you, tell us a little bit of history. Obviously, you're a CRNA, and uh, so just kind of give us a little bit of background.
3: Sure. So I am from Chattanooga, Tennessee. I grew up out there and went to undergrad in Alabama at Jacksonville State University. Got my bachelor's of science in nursing over there. I worked as a new grad ICU nurse because I knew that I wanted to be a CRNA. And did a few years of that, did a couple of years travel nursing to save up money and then applied for a doctorate CRNA program at Union University. Did three years of the worst eternity of my life. I tell people <laughs> it's the it's the fastest eternity you'll ever experience because in retrospect, it doesn't seem that long, but it actually was some of the worst times of my life and the yeah. best times. Yeah. But um, now I live in California. I'm a CRNA who works here in the Bay Area and I do YouTube. I started YouTube a few years, I guess, 2015. I started doing YouTube and some Instagram, and I kind of just try and do that to advocate for CRNAs and educate about the career field, and just mentor and help people out who want to become CRNAs.
0: Yeah, well, that's great. How is the environment out there in California? You know, with all the all the stuff going on and AB five and you know all that mess. You know, how are things out there?
3: So you were mentioning AB5, which is like the 1099 independent contractor yeah. regulation that right. excluded CRNAs from being like physicians and a couple of other professions were allowed to work 1099, yep. of course. but everyone, everyone else is. was not. Yeah and i did and now that lasted i think for about a year i did read recently i don't work 1099 so i'm not totally up to date on it but the california association of nurse anesthetists updates us pretty regularly and i think i read recently that it somehow got a workaround for us now or some exclusion don't quote me on that but i believe we're out of that we're in the window where we can do that again i think Mm. yeah Um, but yeah i work w2 currently but i would definitely be upset if we did not get included in that opt out soon
1: yeah
2: yeah. Well, yeah that makes no sense absolutely well, no it's uh, ridiculous that is one of those things the law of unintended consequences oh, yeah. i think yeah, it, yeah. it was meant to be a good thing yeah. yeah and just other people got caught in the net namely yep. absolutely. cRNAs
3: absolutely right
0: so you know our topic today is what it's like to be on social media and youtube as an advocator for cRNAs and you definitely are that
3: so we're looking forward to that but why do you think this topic is so important jason CRNAs have been kind of an underdog almost as long as we've been around. You know, we we began back at the time of the Civil War, and I know you guys do a lot of historical episodes, and so you guys know this better than anybody. But for those of you who don't, we began a long, long time ago. And really, since we've been around, we've kind of been the underdogs. We've always had to fight and advocate for ourselves just to stay in existence and to not be essentially wiped out by market competitors. And we still to this day are in that place where if you don't advocate and you don't educate about your career and what you do for the general public, you know, there could be some bad outcomes or consequences for that. So I believe strongly that every CRNA should be an advocate for CRNAs and be out there, you know, evangelizing the the name of CRNAs.
2: Oh, I love that. You've been on that. Yeah, I I love that. that. You've been on the AANA PR committee, right?
3: I have, yeah, I have been on it for, this is my third year on the communications committee for the AANA. Yes,
2: yes, that's right. I remember whenever we renamed it, but, you know, that's the very first committee I ever served on nationally.
3: Yeah, was. I served as a student. I was a student member when I was in CRNA school. What year and was that? Very, uh, Again. 2018. Okay. That was my last year as a student and I got on the committee. And then the last two years I've served as a CRNA on the committee. Okay, that felt good
0: to say that, didn't it, Jason? I could just tell by the way you said it. You said student, Very good. but as the last two yes. years, I served
3: as a CRNA. On the it's still surreal it's to me. I know, you I know, can tell I, by the way you said it. <laughs> I was passing quickly. I realized yeah. like, it's almost been two years since I graduated and I can't believe it because I still sometimes think of myself as a student and I yeah. still relate a lot to the students. So yeah, it, it takes me a minute to realize. Well, yeah. trust
2: me, you're going to blink and it's going to be 30 years yeah. Yeah. <laughs> down, down the road. Yeah. So you talked about the difficulties in anesthesia school now how many people did you have in your class by chance we
3: started with 29 Uh and we graduated with 25 we lost four in the first year wow
2: who was your program director
3: uh dr molly wright and she has since retired
2: Mm Hmm. yep yeah wow so did you keep any lifelong friends from your classmates
3: Definitely, I feel yeah. like I, I describe CRNA school like going to war, and your are <laughs> <classmates>, about
2: right. <laughs> yeah,
3: it is yeah, a lot yeah. like war. You go to war, and sometimes you don't love the person sitting next to you, or maybe I should say, you sometimes you don't like the person sitting next to you, but you love them. Right, yeah. and yeah. you will you will always have each other's back in kind of a way that it's not really describable kind of like war buddies. And I think you share a unique kind of traumatic and wonderful experience with each other that no one will ever be able to mimic with each other. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's perfect. That's
0: good. You know, I could see that. So, well, let's kind of talk about social media because you have quite a following on social media, and you know, I think what on Instagram you've got how many thousands of followers on Instagram? I don't know.
3: I quite a following is a relative term.
1: I, <laughs> well, I know, for uh, for a CR,
3: a full time
0: CRNA, you know, you've got yeah. Quite a following, it's not
3: so. it's not my job. Like I'm not right. a social media person. I have a full time job. I've only ever done this as like a hobby, as a part time thing. Right. So, right. Um, so yeah. I mean, I have impressive. like seven thousand Instagram followers. I have got you know ten or eleven thousand subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, and I've got a TikTok, which I just started oh, a couple weeks ago okay. that i'm starting to grow so go follow me on tiktok bolt crna over there all right uh, does that yeah, mean so
2: you so have to on. download the app should we still be scared i've not followed that. yeah TikTok you have to
3: stuff. download the app download, download do it, the so. app it's yeah. fun it's, it's it an american, fun american
2: base now i mean i know there was a, <laughs> am i have i read a conspiracy theory and been a sucker <laughs>
3: I think it is a Chinese company originally, but there are two different TikToks. There's a Chinese TikTok because they have a whole restriction on what they allow for their content for their country. So they have a whole different (laughs) Chinese (laughs) TikTok. And then they have the American TikTok, which is a lot more, you know, free, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, um, But yeah, so I enjoy it. I think it's fun. It's, you know, short little clips and stuff that's kind of, all the younger people are on it, so you know I yeah. can't. I'm 33 now, so I've got to keep up with the younger oh, folks. I can't yeah. let them you got get a few more
0: years me. of being able to do that, Jason. Yeah. And then you're I know. you're old it's man. Not too much longer. I know. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny, you know. Age. You think about Facebook. You think about Instagram. Mm-hmm. You think about mm-hmm. Snapchat. You know. You think about all these. I mean, now TikTok and. What's going to be next? I know that was my question. What is going to be next? Because I can't keep up with all this stuff. It's Twitter. You know, I mean, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Um,
2: How do you consume your content, Jason? Is it? I know it's podcasts.
3: Yes. (laughs) That's how I found
2: you. Was Uh was you reviewed our podcast?
3: (laughs) Yes. I love podcasts. I'm an auditory learner and and listener. I've always enjoyed like audio books and podcasts. So. Back in like 2006, 2007, when Apple and iPhone and their, you know, user system was brand new and they started doing podcasts back then, I started listening to podcasts back then. Wow. That's so I've a been a fan of podcasts from adopter. the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, I used to have to like download them from their website or something, I think. Right. I put it on my little, my little like giant chunky iPod Nano or something yeah. and yep. try and listen to them in the car. But podcasts are a big thing for me. I consume you know social media information a lot. I use Instagram pretty much daily. I use you know Facebook occasionally. I use Facebook mostly for connecting with people, I would say above the 40 year crowd is usually who I try and connect <laughs> with. On my Facebook. Not to be offensive. You to put anyone. that
0: very politely, by the way.
3: It's, it's, you know, my friends and family who are, you know, are not on because Inst- typically they're not on Instagram or right, TikTok right. or something. So you, if you want to connect with them or communicate with them, you're going to do it on Facebook. And actually the CRNA community is very powerful on Facebook. Yeah, um, And so that's where I got, especially in school as a student, learning a lot about CRNAs Mm -hmm. and not just from the textbook or from what a clinical perspective is in rotations, but the real world behind the scenes anesthesia, you know, communication that happens in these CRNA, SRNA web pages on Facebook and the nurse anesthesiologist page on Facebook and stuff. You get the real world connection with true CRNAs on there. So I like it for
0: that. Well, it makes sense, too. You know what? The Mm -hmm. average CRNA is, what, 51, 52? You know, you would think that the majority would probably be on that platform. Mm -hmm. And if you're like me, I mean, well, I don't have time to learn all these new platforms. And you just kind of stick to what you know. know? And as you get older, you get a little gray fertile matter in there. You don't want to add anything else more in there. Right, Sharon?
2: (laughs) I'm going to skull, (laughs) foal. Who are you talking to? All right. Well, let's talk about... Uh, those pages because we have done previous podcasts. Um, we did one with Caroline Kilman yeah. talking about how students can be bullied on some of those. Yeah, she's pages. a friend of mine. I love
3: Caroline. Oh my amazing. God.
2: Yeah. I love Caroline. I wanted her to be my daughter in law. Now she's got a boyfriend. <laughs> yes. and um, Oh my God. Mid
3: Year Assembly, I got to tell y'all. You better not 18, have introduced them.
2: I'm going to kill you because I want no, to date I, my I son. <laughs>
3: she invited us a bunch of us student reps who were involved with the ANA she invited us all out to dinner organized the whole thing brought a notepad paper and everything and of she had course. like yep. objectives and she created like a board meeting right there amongst <laughs> us like third year anesthesia students and That's we had funny. like goals and tasks and objectives over like a dinner and She's no joke. Carolyn no, she's oh, not. She she's a to get is cancer. Cancer. Right.
2: amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I'll have to have another son or something. I mean, <laughs> I've got to figure out how to get her in my family. But yeah. back to the subject at hand, talking about those sites, I mean, mm. the bad parts of those sites. What do you think about that? And I mean, if you saw a CRNA kind of acting out and it was one of your preceptors, I mean, how was all that?
3: Yeah, that is the other side of the internet in general, but especially those Facebook groups is you as an impressionable student, you have to be careful what you're, you know, taking in in the information. You have to understand that everyone is a human being and even though they're, you know, a practitioner and they're CRNA and they, you know, are maybe someone you look up to and clinically you look up to them, they may say things that are incorrect or mm-hmm. they may say things that could be, you know, offensive. And so I recommend everyone when they're online to try and not, you know, try and stay in the middle ground, not not swing too right or left with their right. wild opinions or perspectives and try and remember that a lot of people are going to be reading your comment. And once you put it on there, it can have unintended consequences. So don't don't put. I mean, I think everyone has a general idea of what's appropriate to say and not say. And so as a student, our professors actually told us because I started the program 2016. So Facebook was already kind of a thing and pretty big. And our professors told us then they said, hey, we know you're all going to join these groups on Facebook. We know, you know, we're on that group, too. But we're going to warn you that these people mm-hmm. may say things that are not correct, that are politically incorrect, that are not what you should repeat or what you should be doing. But just take it for what it is. Take the good for the good and try and leave the bad there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: And there are a lot of people that just troll you for, you know, they're just trying to get a reaction. And we know that. So
3: definitely. Jason,
0: how do you use social media to kind of advocate and inform folks about the Profession. I mean, what are you doing in your own social media platforms to kind of advance the cause? So I
3: try and be as candid and open and honest as I can be. I feel like people they get energy from that. They enjoy that material, that content. They want to come back and they keep seeing it, and and it feels tangible to them. Feels real to them. It's almost like reality TV. Social media is kind of like the 2000. 2021 version of of reality TV that we enjoyed back in the day. And people want to come see you. And if you're not real and you're not authentic, they don't really (laughs) connect with the material. They're not really connecting with what you're saying. So I try and be as authentic and real as I can be and connect with them on a human level that is kind of intimate and in a way that Hopefully is still appropriate. I mean, online there's only so much intimacy, but the right. amount that I can give to them that makes well, them I don't know.
2: They pain. call it porn, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I, like,
3: I, don't, I said the word intimate and I merely was backpedaling I was like, that's a great right word. This, I, the I saw your
2: face. I saw yeah. I saw that brain like, working back
3: there Not right? not an OnlyFans kind of intimate. I mean like a human connection. Oh uh, you so, never know what yes. you're gonna
0: get on this podcast, Jason.
3: For sure. <laughs> yeah, I was like I am getting red. Yeah, you are. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I want to connect with them in a way that they feel, I don't know, invested in it. And by being invested in and being connected, I feel like people are passionate about about CRNAs and about the practice. People who usually follow me are already people who are wanting to become a CRNA or a healthcare professional. So they get excited about it. They get excited and invigorated and passionate about following forward with their goals and maybe studying harder for that math 103 class or whatever that they're in undergrad you know, dreading. And it gives them that inspiration. I get those messages all the time from people saying like, Hey, you really inspired me to like, keep pushing for this microbiology class or That's to right. go back and retake that chemistry. I failed because I really want to become a CRNA and I'm going to do the work it takes to get there.
0: Are you finding you get a lot of questions regarding how to get into anesthesia school? And is that kind of a, a big, not market for you, but I mean, is it sort of a, you know one of the avenues that you see you get a lot of folks contacting you
3: definitely i yep. would say that is a huge portion of people who contact me or follow me are you know some people do it for just the enjoyment of the material but a lot of people do it for the educational purpose of figuring out how to get to their goals you know and that's what i tell people i do a lot of times <laughs> i try and mentor or help people reach their goals whatever they may be you know i'm okay. i'm most equipped to help you reach crna goals but You know, if you just want to become a great ICU nurse and get into an ICU one day, some students, you know, follow me for things like that. So whatever way I can help them, I try. But a huge majority are people who want to become CRNAs and they want to know like the magic sauce of getting in. Yeah. And truthfully, back in the day, like when I was applying in 2014, 2015, I was in the ICU working as a nurse trying to get my application together. There's a lot of hoops to jump through. There's a lot of things you've got to accomplish to get even your application competitive to get into a program. And so there was no material really back then online. You couldn't find stuff easily that would educate you on how to get into a program successfully. And so I kind of thought maybe this is a market that I need to be out there helping people in and providing a service.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. I'm going to digress for just a minute because you said something earlier that you knew you wanted to be a CRNA. Was there anyone that influenced you? How did you even know about nurse anesthesia?
3: So the whole thing is, when I was in sixth grade, I knew I wanted to be a psychologist. I was going to be a therapist, I was going to get my doctorate in psychology, and my PsyD, and I, I held that all the way until freshman year of college, started working at a local hospital in the ER to help with paperwork and just registration stuff for money. And I met nurses there and I met physicians there too. And I also met a lot of mentally unstable patients, and a lot of like <laughs> drug overdose and things like that. I yeah, met a lot yeah. of these psych patients who were coming in. I started seeing, you know, you're 19 or whatever, you start realizing the real world of psychology and the real world of what you will be dealing with every day, like drug relapses and just a lot right. of brokenness and a lot of people who are repeating cycles that just they can't break out of. And I realized maybe this isn't the right avenue for me, but watching these other guys here, these nurses and these, physicians actually take care of these patients and hands on, you know, change their lives and their outcomes. I saw that happen every day. And I thought that was powerful. And it touched something in me that said, like, this is what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. You are meant to put hands on people, change their outcomes, improve their life and go home at the end of the day, knowing that you've put some good out in the world. And so I immediately switched to nursing. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I like that. I mean, you know, one, to be a freshman in high school and know what you want to do i think is impressive enough it tells us a lot about you jason as a person so um so and to be yeah. so
2: insightful i oh, mean yeah. exactly. i always knew what i was going to do but i mean i watch a lot of other young people and not a young young people are that as insightful as you are yeah <laughs> you're well. an old soul. That's what my I, grandmother used to say. Called.
3: I knew I wanted to help people. Yeah. yeah. My mother named me Jason, which I, th- I believe in Hebrew means healer, the healer. And oh, so really? she told cool. me from a young age. So maybe she groomed me to she be this did. way. Yeah, but I, I remember being five years old and her letting me know that my name means healer. And so she's like subliminally, and she always worked in the medical field. So I think okay. she was like subliminally pushing kind of me. Pushing
0: you just a little bit from afar. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now, you started this whole social media thing, you said, when you were. You were a nurse, right? When you started, uh, yes. I was Give an us ICU that whole nurse. trajectory there.
3: So I did YouTube back then. If you go back to my very first videos, which a lot of them are privated because they're so cringy back then <laughs> that I can't stand for the public to see them anymore. But there's some that are still left available to watch. But it's my travel nurse video. So I was travel nursing okay. for two years to save money mm-hmm. and for CRNA school and to also get out and experience the world when I was in my 20s because I knew I was about to saddle myself down for three years stuck in CRNA right. school with you know no fun and no you know, time for travel. So <laughs> I, I knew I wanted to go. Have fun. Well, at
2: least you had realistic expectations.
3: Oh, I knew, I knew. I, I actually was like crying when I started CRNA school, <laughs> almost not out of uh, joyful tears. It was like I knew what I was signing mm-hmm. up for. I felt it,
2: but the reward and, is very great, though.
3: Oh yeah, the reward's totally worth it. I knew before I went that it was going to be worth it, but it's just I left California, sunny LA area, to go where to I was Tennessee. you know having fun <laughs> on the beach every day and having fun with friends and stuff, and I knew I was going to Memphis, Tennessee. Where I was going to sit at a desk for 70 hours a week for three years. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Oof. man. Wow. Fun so done. are you
0: originally are you from California then?
3: No, no. Actually, I had the first time I'd ever been to California is when I came out here for a travel contract okay. up at Stanford uh, in the Northern California area. And then I went to Southern California and then went back for CRNA school and then came back here after because I fell in love with the weather out here. Gotcha. So
2: what is the weather like right now?
3: My windows are open and it's kind of warm. <laughs> like I'm in a, I'm, I'm wearing like my sleeves right. pulled up and I'm kind of warm right now. I need that the AC is turned off, so it's just it's kind of like that most of the year. Like your windows can be open, it's pleasant. You know, weather low humidity, Hmm. nice.
0: Just like the South, right?
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, not quite. (laughs) Not quite. In the South, I you know I grew up mostly in Tennessee and Georgia, and uh, the weather in the South is hot, humid, sticky summers for three or four months, where you really don't want to walk out your front door because as soon as you do, your your back sweat's going to start running down your shirt, and and your lower back's going to get wet, and your shirt's going to wet, and then you know you got to go back indoors in five minutes. And then uh, in the wintertime, it's actually quite cold. People over here mistake, you know, the South is being warm year round. It's not. Yeah, it not is unless cold. you're in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. exactly. Florida is warm. But yeah. the majority of the Southeast is going to be pretty cold and icy and, you know, 20 to 30 degrees for three or four months. Yep. Not fun. Yeah. So, yep. no thanks. Yep.
0: How how would you advocate to other CRNAs to utilize social media for good? Promoting
2: the the
0: industry or doing something for good? Because, you know, I think it intimidates some people of of even how to get started on something like you've done.
3: Yes, totally. And I, I feel like it's easier for people who are of a certain generation and younger because They grew up kind of just naturally, whether it was MySpace, like really, when I was a teenager, we had MySpace, Mm -hmm. which is very different from current time. But it kind of groomed us to be familiar with putting pictures of ourselves online and communicating with people online and kind of like projecting this identity online that's, you know, different from your in-person identity. (laughs) I think people who didn't have that, it's definitely not natural to them to just like put this online persona out there and this cultivated thing that you have to do. But I think, like I said earlier, every CRNA is an advocate and a representative of CRNAs. And if you get yourself online and you kind of just put your best foot forward, you take a photo of yourself by your anesthesia machine with your stethoscope and your professional attire, and you just say today, you know, doing endoscopy, you know something, you know, generic about that, that kind of informs the public, Like this is who you are. This is what you do. This is a call to CRNA and this is what your actual job title is. Like this is what you do in your career. I think just that basic, simple thing, if all 57,000 of us did that more often, yeah. you would have a ton of community people in the general American population who would actually remember the word CRNA. They would know what that means and they would say that's an anesthesia provider.
0: All right. Quick question,
3: Jason, hmm. what does CRNA yes. mean? Certified registered nurse anesthetist, oh, you an anesthesiologist. An okay, yeah. Yep.
0: Just just trying to see if you were an anesthesiologist guy or anesthetist.
3: I I so. will go by both. I use both <laughs> of those descriptors.
0: Well, you you mentioned earlier that you were interviewing Joe Rodriguez the other day, and I know what yes. you would have said to him. So, uh,
3: oh, totally. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs>
2: let's let's go back to what Jason said just a little bit earlier about why his age group. It's good at social media. And he talked about, you know, they got used to taking pictures of themselves. There's a point to this story. You know, my passion is electoral politics and advocacy. And they say that this upcoming generation will be more likely to run for political office because they're hmm. used to the whole social oh, media piece. The they're yeah. used to being hmm. in the public. Exactly. They're used to putting themselves out there. They're used to creating this identity huh. parenthetically. Yeah. And they're used to media. Whereas a lot of people would that. would, would not be as comfortable. So it might not be as hard to sell and You know, with the campaign school at Yale, we just did our webinar in place of our campaign school this past weekend, and a lot of them are young that are interested in running for office. Well,
0: that's great.
3: Yeah, it is
2: great. It is great. I think
3: that's a really good point, actually. And there is some some crossover between being a politician who has a certain persona Mm -hmm. of what they put out there for the public and also all of our Instagram pages that are Very extremely true. curated, like we have a certain background that we pick that we take our photo in front of and we make sure we're angled a certain way and the lighting is a certain way. It's not that we're fake, but it's kind of like similar to a politician. You put your best foot forward at all you know times to look the way that you want to project yourself.
2: Well, you know, Jeremy and I have this discussion about selfies and pictures because mm-hmm. men want to look bigger than they are. So they take them from below and women want to look smaller. <laughs> so we take, take them from, from above. above. Yeah. yeah, <laughs>
0: yep. That's funny. So
2: what do you think you're going to do going forward? I mean, there's you mentioned TikTok. Do you plan to keep up with the outlets? I mean, and they just keep getting invented, it seems.
3: They do. I, you know what TikTok? I observed for like three or four months, and just I had an account that I didn't upload anything to, and I just watched it for fun. And I did not start putting anything on TikTok until I decided I enjoyed the creative process of it. So, still, a lot of what I do is just because I enjoy it. it mm-hmm. Like it. The side of my brain that uses science and math and a lot of that clinician stuff—I do 50 hours a week at work, so I need a creative outlet that I can yeah. do. That's you know a different side of my brain, so I can be creative and I can put on different outfits or something, and, and you know a, maybe a wig, which I haven't done yet, but I might, <laughs> and uh, and do like a little skit or something. And so Instagram and TikTok gives that kind of uh, scratches that itch for me. Mm-hmm. If they create another social media form that also has a whole different version that scratches that creative itch for me, I'll jump on there too. But I won't do it just for the heck of doing it. I mean, I have to find enjoyment out of it because honestly, most of this doesn't really pay anything. This is something that I'm using for my free time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you don't quilt or whatever. <laughs> I, now I, I saw don't think a, people
0: quilt much anymore. No,
2: sure. I, that's not true. Really? I was looking on CRNA, SRNA Talk and Betsy had posted what, What other things do you do? You know, serenades do so many. Oh, yeah. And many things. And there, I forgot how many. Seven or eight hundred comments, and people were posting pictures of they redo furniture. Huh. Um, yeah. Somebody had built a bed that looked like Star Wars for their child. Um, wow. Lots of quilters, people making wreaths. You would not believe the talent. Huh?
0: Well, you're all. Know, I mean, you're all smart people. I mean, you know, and maybe it's a way to. To de-stress, you know. I mean, you're dealing. Sure. Even though you you don't even recognize it probably when you walk in the OR, but your body does. Right. I'm sure. So maybe it's just the de-stressing. Well,
2: you know, my daddy used to give me a hard time and he used to say, Shay, you don't have a hobby. (laughs) And I said, I do, daddy. It's called the AANA.
3: That's my hobby. That's your hobby. It is a full-time hobby. Yeah, but it makes me
2: happy. It makes me happy to to advocate and to... fight for our our spot at the head of the table makes me happy so it is my hobby yeah it is my like hobby it. so have you got any words of wisdom to offer to our crna audience but we also have a lot of students out there that listen to us probably more more students
3: yeah Let's see words of wisdom. I would say create a Facebook or a Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Get out there, do that. Even if it's a basic bland one, that's just a couple pictures of, you know, your, your professional life. Do it for advocacy reasons. Do it for the educational reasons. You will be surprised how many people will find you and reach out to you and say that they want to become what you are and they just want your help to get there. And even if you just give them a couple pieces of advice, I think that pays it forward a lot because honestly, all of us, got to where we're at currently now as a CRNA because people helped us along somewhere. And we're in the modern age of technology and information where people can reach out to you who you've never met before and live 2000 miles away from you. But you can help them a little bit. And I think that means a lot. And I think it also speaks a lot to CRNAs as a as a career and as a profession and advocates for us. Well,
0: before we go on, because we're going to do a lightning round with you real quick here in just a minute. So, But uh, now I give you a little plug here because you also have on your YouTube channel, you've got a membership side for people as well. You want to kind of break that down for us real quick?
3: Sure. So yeah, the memberships on my YouTube channel, it's different from being a subscriber. It's something newer that YouTube does where you can subscribe and there's different subscription levels or membership levels where if you want to do mock interviews with me to help you get into CRNA school. I offer that. If you're just looking for exclusive monthly behind the scenes videos that are exclusive to those members, I have those. I have some study guides that like a 26 page study guide that helps people prepare for the CRNA school interview. So really, it's, it's kind of fluid, whatever you really need. It's a general mentorship kind of membership. So yeah, if you're looking for more things like that, run over to YouTube, uh, Bolt CRNA, and I would be happy to connect with you over there.
0: Yeah, awesome.
3: Sounds good. All right. Lightning round coming up.
2: If you could have dinner with someone alive or dead, who would it be?
3: You know what? This may be cliche, but it would be Jesus Christ. Oh, man. I don't think that's cliche at all. That's not at
2: all. Well,
3: I feel like a lot of people would answer that. But the reason being, I was raised extremely strict, conservative Christian. Now I'm more of like a spiritual, kind of more all-encompassing, a lot of spirituality. But I still would consider myself Christian. And I would like to meet Jesus Christ talk to him, understand if he, hopefully he spoke, you know, understood my English and I understood his language, (laughs) but uh, we could communicate and I could kind of figure out, like, just pick his brain for a couple hours. I think that would be fascinating to understand what, what really was going on during this time period and what was happening in his mind.
2: Well, what if he's a she?
3: Or maybe it's a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe no gender at all. Yeah. Who knows? You know, he never reproduced. You, yeah. have, you have no idea what he
0: has. That? <laughs> Sharon, you had to interject something in there. Right? So, all right, Jason. What do people often get wrong about you?
3: That, I don't know, maybe that I am arrogant, maybe. because. Oh. I've heard that before, usually from trolls on the internet, but okay. I've heard it from a couple of them. So something triggers them in, I guess, the way that I present myself or the way that I talk or in my YouTube videos or something. Mm. And so I'm definitely not, I'm easily approachable oh, yeah. and, you know, I would love to just chatted up with anybody who wants to talk to me. So never feel like you can't approach me and just talk to me.
0: I like that. But I mean, you can tell you're highly, highly intelligent and well-spoken and that, that could be it. it. I mean, you know, that, that could be part of it, Jason. What is it? I saw
2: the other day, the only taste of success some people get is when they take a bite out of you.
3: Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. So what's your
2: biggest pet peeve?
3: Uh, My biggest pet peeve is making people making me wait
2: Oh, Jeremy <laughs> is yeah, usually funny. on time, and I was yelling at him for <laughs> like, no, you. I'm like, it's.
3: No, today was totally fine. I mean, like, significantly yeah, waiting. Yeah.
0: Like, a, I'm like going a to the doctor's time. office and sitting there for yes, an hour before you get back there. You know, I'll hour leave. Plus. I will walk out. <laughs> yeah. I, seriously, I will. Yeah,
3: I know you will I'll would. get
0: up, and I'd say, you know, if they're 15 minutes, I'm asking them, how long is it going to be? I don't have time to sit here and wait on you.
3: You're right. You time know? is money. I mean,
0: that's something you can't get back, right? time Mm -hmm. isn't that
2: the truth
0: all right so i'm gonna ask you one more here who's your
3: hero my hero is no one actually. The, and, and uh, I, I
2: thought he was going to say Sharon Pierce. I, yeah, I
3: thought he was. There gonna, you go. I'll tell you who I thought it was in a minute. Yeah. Go ahead. My, my reasoning here is I never idolize another human being because we're all flawed. We're mm. all humans. And Amen. if I put now, I have plenty of mentors and I have people that I look up to, but I would never call them heroes because they would let me down. Because a hero puts you on a pedestal, and I think Hmm. if you do that for someone, you're setting yourself up for disappointment Disappointment. because they're human, and they will will make mistakes. And so, yeah, yeah, I look up to people. I have mentors, but I don't call anyone a hero. I like that answer. I like
0: it. it. But you know who I thought you were going to say?
3: Who? Who do you think, Sharon,
0: I thought he was going to say? From anything he said throughout this whole time period.
2: Uh, Mark. Zuckerberg. <laughs> <What>? no, <laughs> no, I, I, I thought, space, thought you were Zuckerberg,
0: God. Mark Zuckerberg. No, but I thought you would say your mom. My mom. <laughs> I, for some reason, when you well, talked about your mom earlier, you a, it was the hint. way you said it. And I was for sure. I was like, oh, he's going to say his mom. Well, he's, uh, he did say
2: thought. nice things about his mom. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yes. So, she you know, has been an influence definitely in my yeah. life. And she yeah. will be extremely flattered when she hears this. Yeah. So, that's, you that's, made I, her and, day.
2: you know, yeah. I used to tell my daughters, look at how your boyfriend treats his mom. That's how he's going to treat
3: you. That
0: is true. True. It's true. All right. Well, Jason, I think that's a wrap. We want to we want to oh. thank you. Thank you for the good you're doing out there and absolutely uh, for presenting the CRNA community in such a good light and uh, for being on our show today and taking the time. We really appreciate it.
3: Definitely. I'm a huge fan of you guys. I already told you this, but you know, I've listened to your podcast for years. It's been a big part of my, you know, podcast ledger, so I, I'm really flattered and honored that you had me on. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sharon.
2: I guess that's a wrap. I think that's it for the day. Yeah. I think it is. We saved the best for last today. All right. We were taping. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: You know, the single best way folks can help our show grow is to tell others. You know, we're in the top 50 medical podcasts now. Uh-huh. Um, Sharon, where are we going to?
2: Well, well I want to be in the top ten. I know you want to be number one, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but you got to go past ten to get to one.
1: Okay, so right. I'll I'm a take lofty that. Dreamers, so. Well, maybe
2: <laughs> maybe uh, Bolt crna has just taught us something oh, about yeah. how, to grow. how to grow. There
3: you go. There you go. So, get out there, post some. Get on that TikTok.
2: Start
3: so dancing. Do <laughs> <laughs> some short videos. You know, a yeah, so, little clips, we dancing. Can do this. There's a there's a Busset channel. That people are doing lately where they where they take a picture of themselves and then they drop it to the floor of their butt and they lift it back up. Oh, oh my really? lord,
0: Sharon! There you I, go. Uh, <laughs> I want a video of
2: that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: we're going to practice that in a minute, Jason. I'll send <laughs> you the video. Don't tell her. Uh, there you go. That's going to blow up. <laughs> well, maybe
2: we'll make all of our guests do it. <laughs> oh,
0: there you go, the bus It challenge. Like <laughs> yeah, that.
2: that'll like be that. it.
0: Well, we want to thank. Really our, Thank our listeners for listening to Beyond the Mass with Jeremy Stanley and
2: Sharon Beers. If you
0: like our show, let us know. Leave us a review, but only if it's
2: positive.
0: There's enough negativity out there, folks.
2: It's a wrap.
1: like what you're hearing? Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you like to listen to shows. Also be sure to check out beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Each episode is posted there with a corresponding blog post, and we timestamp important parts of the episode to help you quickly get to the content you're looking for. Also check out the special series section on the site. You can follow along and catch up on the CRNA history series, episodes specifically about political conversations in the industry, or try the CRNA personal finance series. It's all on beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And if you have a question for the show or want to be a guest or even suggest a particular topic, fill out the contact form on the site or send an email directly to us at info at Podcast.com. And lastly, let's take the conversation social. Check out our Beyond the Mask podcast Facebook page and Facebook group.